Welcome to the Listing Queens of San Antonio, where we invite you to join us on a journey through the enchanting neighborhoods, rich history, stunning architecture, tantalizing food, vibrant art scene, and hidden treasures scattered across our beloved city. That's right, Caroline. I'm Suzanne. And I'm Caroline. And together, we're real estate agents with the Phyllis Browning Company. We'll be your guides through the real estate landscape as we uncover the stories that make each neighborhood unique, whether it's sharing the fascinating history behind, iconic landmarks, or revealing the best-kept secrets of hidden gems. Whether you're a longtime resident or a curious newcomer, prepare to be captivated by the beauty and diversity that define our great city. So grab your coffee and let's get out to explore the wonders of San Antonio together. Well, welcome to our first podcast. We're going to be talking about Alamo Heights today, one of the most charming and historically rich neighborhoods in San Antonio. I'm Caroline, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my partner in real estate, Suzanne. Hi, everyone. Yes, I'm Suzanne, and together we've been navigating the real estate market in this area for quite some time. But more than just real estate agents, we're both proud residents of Alamo Heights, where we've raised our combined eight kids. That's right, Suzanne, and what a neighborhood it is. Alamo Heights isn't just a place to live, it's a community filled with history, art, beautiful homes, and a strong sense of belonging. Absolutely, Caroline. And speaking of history, let's dive into the fascinating story behind Alamo Heights. Did you know that the headwaters of the San Antonio River, which attracted early nomadic Texas Native Americans, also beckoned two early settlers to the area in the mid-1800s? Wow. I think that was George Breck. Washington Brackenridge and Charles Anderson, and they were drawn to the natural beauty of this land. Brackenridge built a mansion called Fern Ridge, which is in the Alamo Heights area, while Anderson established his ranch headquarters on the Almas Bluffs. Later, Anderson's mansion became the Argyle, the oldest surviving structure in Alamo Heights. It's incredible to think about how these early settlers shaped the landscape of Alamo Heights, isn't it? The building of Alamo Heights as we know it today began in the 1890s when the Chamberlain Investment Company of Denver purchased the Anderson Ranch property. They envisioned a suburban residential development that preserved the area's natural beauty, including the centuries-old trees and the headwaters of the river. Well, Suzanne, while the initial plans were ahead of their time, Alamo Heights eventually flourished into the charming neighborhood we know today. It became a community of varied architectural styles that attracted people of different income groups and ages. And let's not forget the pivotal moment in 1922 when Alamo Heights became a municipality. Community leaders and residents voted to petition for a city government emphasizing the importance of providing modern services while preserving the residential character of the area, which still maintains today. Well, from there, Alamo Heights continued to grow and evolve, always maintaining its unique charm and sense of community. Today, it's a neighborhood known for good governance, stable neighborhoods, and an intimate atmosphere. Well said, Caroline. Alamo Heights truly is a special place, and we're grateful to call it home. We hope you've enjoyed learning a bit about the history of this neighborhood as much as we've enjoyed sharing it with you. That's all for now, folks. 
Thanks for tuning in for our very first podcast. I mean, we're we're getting there. And please join us next time as we explore more interesting neighborhoods and facts about Alamo Heights. If you liked this video, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. Take care and happy exploring.